Bonkers, or I mean, it was awful. It was, I love. They had great cartoons. See, I didn't watch. They had Ducktales, which was you don't get any better than Ducktales. I love Ducktales, but uh, Darkwing Duck was bears. so the good. Gummy bears, part. gummy bears. I don't remember any bears. Here and there and everywhere. <laughs> it was great animation. Though. No, gummy yeah. bears was fucking like. I don't classic. remember gummy bears. They had a bunch, so much cool shit. Like they had all those inventions. Inventions. They had like an <laughs> underground roller coaster that took them place. I mean, it was fucking awesome. Darkwing Duck. You can't tell me that intro song. But I was older. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. I didn't even like DuckTales at the end when they brought in Gizmo Duck and all that crap. I don't really remember. Did anybody ever watch the new Dark, or not Darkwing, but the new DuckTales? No. I've heard it's either. good. There's a bunch of people that I like in it. Yeah. Has, uh, David Tennant. Bobby Moynihan. Um, David Tennant. Uh, Abed Tennant. Um Every kind of thing about it. Like a fucking Rick and Morty, and now for his twentieth season, Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> and then the other host, a piece of toast, <laughs> Yarm and Arnar. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan, notably, SNL went downhill when Bobby Moynihan left, left the cast. It's true. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. Oh, dude, Bobby Moynihan had some really funny characters. Slappy, pappy, way, way. Yeah. I miss my fair. kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of my favorite characters of all time. This isn't my cast, though. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody has their cast. Yeah. And I what? love uh, Che and What's-His-Face on Weekend the, Update. That's my favorite part. Well, the yeah, the best thing they do every year, part. they only do it once, and it's the last show of the season where they write jokes for each other and they don't get to see them before they go on. It's so good. Che writes really racist jokes. Yes. For Jost. For Jost. And Jost writes really racist jokes for Shane. And it's hilarious. <laughs> and they don't see them before they go on. So I think that's very funny. Well, my cast is uh, Dana Carvey, Nora Dunn, yeah. Jan Hooks, yeah. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Who else was in that cast? Kevin Nealon. He was pretty good. He was fucking great. I was too young to appreciate that, like when it was on. But like I've watched it since, and it's great. There, uh, John Lovitz. John, the, the, I was at, towards the end of John Lovitz being on there. Lovitz, and he would come back and do shit. Dennis yeah. Miller, that's another one. And he'd come back and do shit, and we would be fucking great when he would just play the devil, just in that awful devil. Concert. Yeah, <laughs> it's arguable. They need to have a skit where they had Will Ferrell's devil versus John Lovitz's. Devil. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> Master thespian. He would. I mean. <laughs> Annoying Man was the best one. I don't remember. Oh, I, oh man. Dennis Miller, he'd come on and, and just torment Dennis Miller. And yeah. His, well, Dennis Miller sucks. And he, he came sucks. back after he, it was after Lovitz had quit. And then he was annoying Dennis Miller and Dennis Miller flipped out. Name. And he said, he said, you're, you're driving me crazy. You and Lovitz quit the show. Why don't you get the hell out of here? You know, <laughs> just. <coughs> fuck. I like watching super cuts of norms. Oh, yeah. It's like our Saturday morning thing now. Everything. Every Norm. Saturday morning I watch Norm. <laughs> On like talk shows and shit. Norm, um. There's an endless pool. Like there's always new stuff I see. Well, they, they, um. Told him to tone down on the OJ jokes. And he did. And he toned up. Yeah. <laughs> he got turned. Yeah. Uh, they told him to tone down on the. Um, Michael Jackson jokes, and he indeed did not turn 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 down. Nope. He he went the other way, and somehow he didn't. It took him a while to get fired because he was good. Yeah, everybody loved him. Yeah, yeah. And then they fired him, and then a year later he comes back and hosts, and in his monologue is like, "Last year they fired me because they said I wasn't funny." 
This year they got me hosting. I wonder what happened between then and now that made me so goddamn funny. (laughs) 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 Uh, Such a weird dude. You know he doesn't drive. Of course. Why would Norm McDonald drive? He rides a bike. Yeah. That is the most more Norm McDonald thing I've ever heard. He probably has a servant. I cannot imagine him on the on, it, driving a vehicle of any kind. He's got a really funny story about losing his bike one day. It was funny. Oh, I can imagine him driving a dune buggy. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine him riding a bike or a scooter, like yeah, all lanky on, on a little scooter, a side by side. The handlebars are mid thigh, and he's just <laughs> yeah, his cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Mm, driving on a scooter. <laughs> I remember him. His early stand-up was Canadian. Well, he was talking about. Well, he was talking, one of the best bits. Was he's like this? This guy murdered his wife because the devil told him to. He's like, what if you, you know, he showed up and he had their body chopped up in the bag. And he's just like, he's like, I've chopped my wife up and now I'm getting ready to bury her in the bury her in the shallow grave beside the railroad tracks. What else is your bidding, my master, old hoary mother, master of the netherworld? He takes off from his, me, Bob! Oh, Bob! Bob! Chop my wife up in here. It's one for you there, Bobby boy. What a norm joke. <laughs> or the dating, the, the dating game thing where he's just like, you know, they have all these innuendos. It's like, He's like, if I was a popsicle, what would you do to me? Well, I'd take your wrapper off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> then I'd grab you by your sticks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> then I'd press you up against the counter and break you in half, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's my favorite Norm Macdonald when he's still, you know, it's almost like he was doing an old time George Burns style yeah. I mean it's oh, fucking yeah. hilarious I mean it's the And I like him I've always liked him No matter what But I mean just back then Boy, I, I was a kid Seeing it for the first time And it just made me laugh Because well, His uh, podcast That he had there for a while It was a video cast More than anything Yeah But he had, had Great guests on and stuff But he had a segment Where he would have A stack of jokes <laughs> And he'd give Half of them to his guest and they would go back and forth reading Norm jokes. Dude. <laughs> oh it doesn't God. sound the same coming from somebody else. <laughs> no, his well, delivery is very unique. Yeah. A, I mean, I don't know. Uh, some his, jokes. His, uh, where he, he was raised by people that were like from like World War II generation. And yeah. you can tell just in the way he talks and right. the way he thinks. It's just funny. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's more, he listens to nothing but like old country. Yeah. It's more, gla- uh, his thinking is more glacial. It's not, you I think, know, it's not more, it's not rapid fire. It's more, let's establish a joke and just, and just steamroll you with it. You know what I mean? And it's going to be funny. It. But <laughs> pop, pop this one first. He thing. does the thing where he, uh, he keeps doing the th- the thing until it's not funny, yeah. and then it gets funny again. Yeah, <laughs> that's the slow burn. And then yeah. you, I mean, one of the masters of that uh, was Andy Kaufman. Yes, Andy Kaufman would literally read yeah. the Great Gatsby, and it would it would piss people off, and then it would start to get funny, and then he would drive people out of the 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 comedy club, or he'd come out there and and uh, pantomime the um, Mighty Mouse theme song. Yeah, it was just Lotka. He's like he would just kind of stand there. And then when it comes, like, here I come. When it came to that so part, funny. And then he would just stand there again. There we go. I was watching Taxi for some reason. I started watching Taxi, and um, hey, listen, I mean, he's just—you can tell he didn't want to be there. Like he was lot good, everything that made him famous. But that was—I think he hated doing it. 
Like, because it was very... I think he loved it for a while. Because it was a script. Pandering. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's a sitcom. So, you know, and I can go back and watch it now and love it. I mean, I'll, that I love opening taxi. theme, when I relax, I throw that opening theme on. I'm like, oh, God. I don't know God. that I've ever watched an episode of Taxi. Just clips. I love it. They used to clips. come on uh, uh, Nick at Night at 10 o'clock. Really? The opening season was 1978. So, cool. yeah, I mean, it's a year after I was born. So I was raised my parent, my mom watching Taxi. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Play the thing that you wanted to play. Yeah, it's just jokes. You know what I have? Huh. Supermarket flyer smart, smarts. You know where I got them? From reading a lot of supermarket flyers. That can't be one of the jokes, is it? Jesus. <laughs> um, I made a bad business decision, Adam Egan. Started an online business. You know what I sold? Hmm. Brick and mortar. <laughs> I like you getting something too. I gave a little bit. Is this going to go down as a test show? No. You better fucking air it. Now listen, did you ever think that I wanted to. Jesus Christ. Test show, test show. <laughs> I'm being tricked. Um, hey, a new study shows 37% of people talk to their car. It's the first study ever conducted by the International Organization of David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 25-year-old callback. He's being extorted over his cocaine use. Cocaine also explains the Lord why, the, why if the fuck it. <laughs> no, it's true Barry. Oh, okay. Did you know every planet in our solar system is named after a god? I did not know that. Except Earth, which is named after all that stuff on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best segment on that show. Though. It was so good. Yeah. I love him and Spade. Like we'll get we'll, we'll get into this on the show. I don't know if it's a favorite thing, but it's something. <laughs> Oh, sure there. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Sultan Slits Godfather, Gash, episode 332. 332. With all the episodes combined of all the different things we've done, we're over 400 episodes now. Awesome. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Isn't that a neat thing? It is. Between fun employment files and Chuck Tales and fleshy farm employment pipe. files, fleshy man pipe. <laughs> fleshy dream pipe. Um, <laughs> I love uh, that name. NPPFR. <laughs> it was good. Um, the Farm Employment Files. Yeah, the Farm Employment Files. All those that were like at 402 after this episode. I Are think. you counting Chuck Tales in that? Yeah. Of course I'm counting Chuck Tales. Why wouldn't I count Chuck Tales? You unbelievable faggot. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't think about that. Oh, well. Nobody listens to this. <laughs> 402 episodes later. <laughs> that might be the one. <laughs> uh, 
uh, as always, I'm here with the Baron of the Bowling Lanes, the Ginger Jester, the Red Rocket. <laughs> red Rocket. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog. Kid Crimson. Now, there is going to be a playoff. We're going to have J-Mo and Aaron do a, a one-round playoff at... Let's do AOTG because you can do pretty good at that course. You need to have Jet and Scott in on that. Too. Well, Scott Scott's not redheaded. Jet is. And I think you could beat Jet at disc golf because he's never played. <laughs> <laughs> now, give him a few months of practice, he might be able to get you. But we're going to have a one-round playoff to see who gets to be the Red Rocket, huh. JMO or Aaron. For all the marbles. For all the marbles. <laughs> For all the uh, playing for keeps, patronizing nickname. <laughs> Aaron is here as also the Baroness of Breasticles, the the Prime Minister of the Putt, because she's probably a better putter than all of us. She's a pretty good putter. Yeah, she was. She hasn't played it's been in a month. couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Elena is also here, and as always, the highlight of everyone's week, <laughs> including my own. <laughs> You're a ray of sunshine to yourself. Yes, I am. <laughs> Sweet. Look at the mirror. The Duke of Discourse. <laughs> the human incarnation of the infield fly rule. I give myself a point to stand. Excuse me. The human incarnation of the infield fly rule. Fuck you. The best. Old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Episode 332. We're here. We're queer. Happy Pride. Get used to it. We're having a good time. We talked about DuckTales. We talked about Darkwing Duck. We've pretty much already done an entire show. That's true. We're 13 minutes in. We're having a great time. <sighs> Where'd you get that shirt? Oh, I played in a disc golf tournament yesterday. What a segue. Where he's he's the, getting good at oh, this. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> where is the disc golf sports it's center? It's the store at the oh, that's Redeemer. It. Yeah, Aww. That's where I got the polecat. That's a pretty sweet uh, And my buzz. Buzz. The buzz, but the, yeah, I played in a tournament yesterday, and um, I finished next to last, <laughs> which I should At be. At least finishing. it's not last. Yeah, that's what I said. I just don't want to come in last. All right. But uh, do you guys remember the one? There was we te- the, the layout was completely different. So you remember the hole where uh, it's like only 180 feet, and you got to get it up on the island there, hole number two. Yeah. We didn't play that hole. I practiced. Parking the fucking putter right beside there from the tee box. Mm. We didn't play that hole. That was going to be my only birdie for the day. And we didn't play it. We, we skipped like three holes on the front nine. And um, I think it's hole four or five there. I can't remember. But there's the one with a big bush. Mm. And then there's the basket. And then there's the death roll downhill. Big 70. Down yeah, to that guy's house that we know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> on that one for this tournament, we teed off from underneath that awning, the shelter thing there. We teed yeah. off from there and it had a great drive. It made it past the other, the original tee box, and I had like a straight shot at the basket. Um, I could uh, I, the the bush was out of play. The bush was not going to bother me, so I decide it's eighty feet. I can throw it eighty feet on the line, straight at the basket, and maybe it'll go in. It indeed did not. What it happened? went around the basket and rolled all the way down to the creek. Mm. It took me three shots to get back up the hill. And on my fourth shot, it went, it hit like a, a tree branch and dropped down to the ground and rolled 
halfway back down the hill. Oh, Can you just give up on a, it on took, a hole at one point? If I hadn't have played that hole, it would have been par plus four, and I would have had less strokes than it did when I played the hole. Ended up shooting an eight on that hole. If I hadn't have played it, it would have been a seven. Yeah, you could just take a seven. Yeah. <clears throat> I should have just laid it up. For, for the rest of my round, I did do that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, play for par. Yeah. But I ended up 18 over. If, if I'd have just laid it up and got a par or even just a regular bogey, I'd have been in the middle of the pack, 10th place. That did suck like when you fuck up one. One. Yeah, yeah you play well. The, the rest of them, it was, I should be getting bogeys and a, a double bogey sprinkled in every, yeah. every now and then. If you would have parred that hole, you would have been like plus 10, right? Plus 11, 10, plus yeah. 11, 12, somewhere. I would have beat Adam. I would have beat the guy yeah, we sucks. played with. Sucks. I would have beat J-Mo. I would, <clears throat> and I would have been like, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> but instead, that happened, and I'm a loser. Uh, now, who <laughs> does somebody direct <laughs> you guys like at the, your next hole? No. Uh, you... Um, <clears throat> They made a. They put signs on every hole, and they covered up the baskets for the ones we weren't playing. And they gotcha. they put something on the tee boxes that, for the ones we weren't playing. Gotcha. So, just that one hole. It was a fun course. The, like the new layout, I got to play in the woods. The I never played up there before. Um, but there was also advanced players. They teed off. They were they were teeing off as we finished. Those motherfuckers can huck. They were playing yeah. to the blue baskets. They, they, were, they were really good. How many people were playing? There was like 80. Damn. 100 maybe. I don't know. There was quite a few. But yeah, that one hole. Uh, And I'd have finished in the middle of the pack. And I'd have been able to tell Adam and J-Mo and everybody else to suck my penis. (laughs) If I'd have just laid it up. You know, you could still could have done that. Well, I did. Yeah. But (laughs) if I'd have just laid it up. Just lay it up like a gentleman. Take a par or even a regular bogey. And move on to the next hole. But No. I thought I was going to be cute. You went for it. It was indeed not cute. <laughs> it would have been awesome if you made it. Though, it right? would have been great if I'd yeah. have made it. Everybody would have been like pretty pretty impressed with that, yeah. but I didn't make it. Ended up shooting an eight or a nine on it, and it was quite embarrassing. Uh, but I did get a t-shirt. <laughs> so we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be till I play. I've really hurt my shoulder. How'd you do that? I think unloading a uh, pipe at uh, yeah, you did. the place I work. <laughs> Into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Again, happy like pride. It's, it's even <laughs> it's affected my bowling. I tried to bowl uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. yesterday. That's going to suck because that's something you really like to do. Yeah, and I can't follow through. I, and it really, really hurts. I can't extend it up. I can't have like if I have it up this side, I can't put any weight on it. That's your. Oh, you cuff. need to tell them how you got that cut on your hand. The one there. On oh yeah, this this cut here. <laughs> I mean, this is completely changing up. Yeah, I, I have a story. <laughs> <clears throat> I was at work <laughs> and I load trucks in the morning. I load trucks in the morning, and one truck driver, like he kind of doesn't. Uh, he he likes to sit in the truck as I load load him up. He doesn't help you. He's a guy that we pay. He's an older fella, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I'm like, dude, sure. I'll I'll handle it. You know, if I need help, he'll get out and help me. I'll, right. and I'll go ask him to come help me. <clears throat> well, I have him all loaded up, and I sh- shut the door on his truck. It's a rolly uppy. 
but I didn't latch it. And when he pulled out, he hit a bump and it shot up. And I was like, oh shit. And I jump off of the <laughs> jump off of the dock and I start running. <laughs> like full sprint. And I catch up to this motherfucker. And I start punching the side of his truck. And I'm just going like, like in the warehouse district of Charleston, you know? Oh Christ. And I'm screaming and punching. He doesn't hear me. And I look down, my hands all bloodied up. And I'm like, I'm like 200 feet, you know, maybe maybe uh, 50 yards away from where I started. And I walk back and I call him and I say, hey, man, your truck door didn't latch. Your door's wide open and he fixes it. But it was really funny. As I'm walking back, I'm like looking at all these other businesses beside me. <laughs> I'm just looking around. Thankfully, I don't believe anybody saw what happened. But I mean, I have these shorts that are a little too big on me. <laughs> so big. Yeah, and I have. So you're like, trying to hold them up as you're running. Yeah, and I'm like punching it, holding my pants up. <laughs> Just really wish somebody could have enjoyed that moment. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! Yeah, it was a really fun scene. <laughs> yeah, cut my hand though. Were you wearing your gloves? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I was done with the job, so I took my gloves off. So you just oh. lied, you? Huh? You just lied then? I was wearing my gloves as I was loading the truck. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It was a fun story. It is good. It's great. Yeah. Just get it down, <laughs> whatever that street is in Charleston. McCorkle? I caught up with that dude. Like, I was surprised. I mean, he, was, he had to be going 23 miles Did an you, hour. Are you Bucky Barnes? Did you take some shit? <laughs> well, I was just freaking out because there's, you know, there's a lot of expensive shit in there. Yeah. But yeah, I was, yeah, we were, I was, when I was driving at Lowe's, we forgot to put the, uh, the door back down. And we're driving <laughs> 70 miles down the road and somebody comes up, beeps a horn. He's like, it's open. I'm like, eh. <laughs> 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 I love that reaction. <laughs> no, what are you fuck this do? company. I don't fucking care. <laughs> what? What? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, well, a washer can drop out of the back. Yeah, and kill sure. Five people. Yeah, no that's. Like, I mean, that is my fear, dude. Like we haul pipe on top of a pickup truck. So when I'm freaks me out, fucking yeah, that's happened to me before. Uh, I was loaded by somebody, and they go, "Ah, oh, we're not going to send you out of here unsafe." And uh, this is when I first started there. And I stopped at a stop sign at an angle, and a pipe shot out. And it, luckily, it didn't hit the ground. Mm-hmm. But I got out and got it and went back and had to restrap and everything load up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, yeah. Professionals. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he had told me, <laughs> I'm not going to load you or send you out of here and say. It's like we would, uh, we would tram fucking equipment when I worked for the railroad contractor and these things. I mean... I was never never confident in getting there. I'm like, this is going to go badly because we tighten the straps down. And they were shitty straps, and I would I would go. I was I'm like a, the guy who has to check his doors ten times. Me too. I mean, before the thing leaves. Yeah. So I'm going down, tightening all the straps, and some of them barely tighten. I was just like, guys, fucking tighten this shit, <laughs> crank it down. You know. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I've always went by the uh, what the. Facemeyer used to say, the thing should be able to turn over and nothing move. Yeah. So I tighten the fuck out of everything if I'm strapping down. Usually I just I'd, let the truck driver do it. I let the truck driver do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've. <laughs> shit. I would. It's the. It was the chains with the, with the, the cr- handle yeah. on it. 
I would fucking lay on it, just all my weight on it to get that pop that last you one. Get a on cheater ball right, and freaking do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, fuck yeah, dude. You break the chain like that. And then they'd all curse me when it was time to fucking unlock. <laughs> what are you gonna like, do? Who the fuck locked these things? <laughs> like I did. <laughs> Some people that drive out of places with stuff on their truck, they yeah. you know, they just grab all oh, that hole. Well, it's like the people that used to show up at Lowe's to haul shit. They'd show up in a Ford Tempo to haul lumber. Yeah, like, oh, you're like that's cute. <laughs> we'll just stack it on top. I was like, oh, you will. Huh? Those boards are 16 feet long. Yeah, once uh, I've, I've seen lots of people leave uh, the yard there with without really securing their loads, and I'm like, well, once it's out of these gates, I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want, but. Just get it, get it out of here <laughs> before it happens. I don't want to have to explain anything or have to do anything, really. So, <laughs> well, I've got other things to do and worrying about you. I worked at a, I worked at Oak Hill Garbage for a while, and apparently we would change the tires on the trucks. Apparently somebody didn't tighten the bolts down. Oh, Jesus on fucking and, Christ. And the tire came off oh, man. in traffic. Oh, no. Did yeah. it hit anything? Oh, no. no, it just kind of flew off. Oh. Laid on the side of the road. And that's like, a, uh, had that been in traffic, that would have killed someone. Yeah, you know, so it's that, like, was, that was the plot to the uh, movie Tire. If you guys remember, I that. remember Tire. It was a Tire trip? I thought you were going to say uh, what's the Tire? Uh, what's the one with the uh, a rubber? They cheated death. So rubber. Final all destination. Of, all kind, yeah, all those stupid deaths. Like you know, the the car comes sliding off the back of the truck and gunning into traffic and shit. I mean, those Ooh. movies are so dumb. I enjoyed. They were fun. A couple of them. That was, whole string of bad thriller horror movies. I know what you did last summer. Final Destination. Fuck you! I love that movie. Fucking awful. Yeah, but they're they're a thing of that time. They're so. I mean, I can, watch, I can watch them. I mean, I can watch them. You know, in that vein. In that vein. Yeah. I can't watch them seriously. Yeah, say, watch this those, is such no. a good movie. But people watch. Some people watch those serious. Dude, I think Scream's a good movie. It's if you can watch The Rock seriously or Con Air seriously, there's something fucking wrong with you. Sorry, something wrong. Something wrong. There's wrong a with lot of really good talk. actors. People in like Connor. what they like. Don't hate on them. Just because they like The Rock. They, yeah. In earnest. <laughs> when, when he them? shoves the the needle in his heart. Oh, it's fucking great. Uh, no, but that's liking it. That's liking it. How you're supposed to like it. It's ridiculous. It's, it's that dumb. scene was fun. Yeah, I mean, I can look at it and like this is really stupid and like it in that. Vein. But you know what? If I met someone and they're like, my favorite movie is The Rock. I'd be like, I want to talk to you a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you like that? Do you like it over here? Or do you like it over here? No, no, no. I want to know what their hobbies are. <laughs> that movie what their parents did. That movie should be not even for an Oscar. Like, I don't know about that. No, no, no. I want to hear yeah. more. <laughs> Give me more. God. An Oscar. Let's record really. it. <laughs> 1998. Let's think of the other movies that came out there. Um, Jackie well, Brown. No, let's uh, think of 94. I uh, mean, yeah. when how, that. Well, I've talked about this before. The most. Crowded Oscar race in history, probably Shawshank Redemption, um, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, yeah, um, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, yeah, just like, like, yeah, that should have been Pulp Fiction, complete bullshit. Yeah, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction was whatever. Awesome. Forrest Gump is good. It, it is, is good. good. I'm it's not great. saying how bad it's, it is. It's a great, it's a movie. great movie. Yeah, but it ain't better than Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's hard to compare the two, to be honest. Well, if you're, if when you're, you're nominating for, movie, yeah, you have to. Pulp Fiction's better. I don't know, Forrest Gump. I mean, at the time, think about it. Like what they did with that movie. I mean, a lot of the CGI I mean, and yeah, stuff. I mean, it was so good. It still holds up. No, I'm not saying it again. I'm not saying it's a bad Pulp movie. Pulp Fiction's a great movie. Yeah, it's cinema history. But, I like, mean, I just, I don't know. I, Forrest Gump was just. Shawshank Redemption is better than Forrest Gump, too. My favorite scene in that movie is 
when he just jumps off his boat because Lieutenant Dan's on the dock. <laughs> and then his clothes are wet when he's running down the street. And then, How fast can this guy run? Well, then he like swims over and he's like, there's my boat. And he just slams into the dock. Yeah, there's my oh, boat. my God. That is a funny scene. Now, I was talking about when his mom got sick. <clears throat> when he says his mom got sick and he jumped off the boat. Yeah. And then he's running down the street and his, you can you see his clothes are wet. And his, his shoes are squelching from the shore. Like, yeah. Like, he's really fast. <laughs> he's going to get trench foot. <laughs> Tommy's earned that off. No, and I love, I love Forrest Gump. <laughs> so I mean, I, I saw it more than once in the movie theater, but I remember seeing Pulp Fiction. I was like, this is one of the best things I've see, ever I seen. I, you know, I didn't um, see Pulp Fiction until later in yeah, life. Yeah, I was like six yeah, when I saw came out. Couldn't really show it to children. Yeah, it was a little baby. Yeah. Little baby child. Couldn't, couldn't really show it to the children, but I remember, I probably didn't see it until like 98 or 99. I saw it in Cinema 7. In the small in Canal in the, City, in, in the small no no Park Place, yeah, in the small theater, Hell yeah, you know, uh, and it was fucking. I'm sitting there just like, yeah, I'm like, who does this? Yeah, it was completely different. It I mean, I, and I had seen Reservoir Dogs at this Reservoir point, Dogs, and I loved Reservoir Dogs. I don't know if I've ever watched it. It's so good. Oh, it's fucking great. It takes place in one room essentially. I mean, it's uh, it has one of the most notorious torture scenes of all time. Michael Madsen Aww. dancing to Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel and torturing a cop <laughs> and cutting his ear off mm. and going like, hey, how you doing? Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Madsen rules. God, he was so good in that too. Shit, I was watching- Mr. A, Blonde. I was watching uh, like one of the, I can't think, there's another movie, I don't know if it's in the, I don't think it's in the universe, but it has a lot of callbacks to Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Mr. Ping. And, uh, <clears throat> and it's a very popular movie. Natural Born Killers. I don't know. Natural I've Born never, Killers is in that universe, by, uh, oh, no by shit. the way. Yes, it I've is. I've never watched that. It has it could Vincent, be true romance. You have that's a, that's another one that is in that universe too. Vincent Vega, he, he has a that's uh, Travolta. Travolta's character in Natural Born Killers. You have Vic Vega. Oh no shit! Who's apparently his brother? Hmm. So yeah, I mean, I love the the Tarantino, the T E U, the Tarantino Extended <laughs> Universe um, characters from. Um, especially uh, fucking Kill Bill. I mean, you, there aren't. You don't Kill see Kill Bill is so good. It's so fucking great. I don't understand that. You know, although I, my only argument is I think it should have been three movies. It's going to be three movies. He's going to make another one. But it, like the whole first movie, she's going after Lucy Liu. Yeah, and then she kills everybody else in the second. And I'm like, we could have spread this out a little bit longer, and I would have been happy. I don't know. I don't think it could have been any better. I mean, I, I think it. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. I think that it was uh, what the third movie is going to be is Vivica Fox's daughter is going to come after Beatrix Kiddo and her daughter. Mm. That's what it's going to be. It'll be Maya Hawk and um, probably it'll oh, probably be Maya. Fuck Hawk. yes, goddamn, I love her. She's so good at selling, like selling with one look. She can sell something like that. She's in fucking. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, and they're like, she's the one that drives away. They give her the keys and it's like. And she's like, well, you know, come back. She's like, oh, okay, great. And she like runs away. She's not coming back, you know. Um, and you knew that when she when you saw her face. And then her in Stranger Things, she's so fuck. She's such a good actress. Like, really got the best of both worlds for her mom and her dad. So, Ethan Hawke rules. I have never watched. You know what the series of movies I've never watched the before Sunrise and the before movies. Yeah, the, and I love Linkletter. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge, and I haven't watched Boyhood because I'll be depressed for a month. So <laughs> I haven't watched it either. I mean, I just I know I'm not going to be able to handle it. That's a very um, ambitious thing to do is 
start a movie in 2004 and finish it in 2014. Well, Linklater so is nothing if not ambitious. Yeah. I mean, uh, Scanner Darkly is... I've never watched that. I've never watched it. Because I don't know if I can, you know... I, I'm sure I would like it and all that stuff because I like cinema. I like movies, you know. And he's... I like it when you describe it as cinema. cinema. Well, that's what I it is. I like cinema. I enjoy the cinema. <laughs> I'm Cinema Boy! <laughs> It's uh, a character by Cinnamon Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I like cinnamon, but but he's Cinema Boy. Yeah. No, I, I just, Got it? <laughs> because it, that, movies the the word just doesn't cover it because that's such a large tent. When I talk about cinema, I'm talking about things that aren't like I like movies the Avengers too. movies. I would. Like especially the last two, I would consider cinema, but they're just kind of like in the corner, like they're barely in there. You know, <laughs> cinema is like movies that are gonna that are like Tarantino movies, and you know, well, not all of them though. Um, more independent stuff, a lot. You know, stuff that takes is actors. You know, there's not just actors doing actor shit. So it's not big explosions all the time, right? I mean, and okay. stuff like that. It's just like, especially, you know, I, I just watched a movie with Lily Tomlin and the girl from uh, Ozark. The I don't give a, I don't know shit about fuck about what is she shit about fuck shit about fuck. She's in a movie fuck. with Lily Tomlin and Lily Tomlin's playing her grandmother and she's trying to get her an abortion. It's Julia Garner, right? Yeah, and she's that's a great movie, and it's just actors. Sam Elliott's in it. And they have, and Lily Tomlin and Sam Elliott have a scene, and they're fucking great. They're two tremendous actors. That's cinema to me. It's, you know, Mm, you sound really white. So, kind of, is it called? (laughs) Oh, it's called Grandma. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? That's the China calling the snowball white. I mean, you guys are really white. I am too, but I'm just saying. Oh, it's got Marsha Gay Harden and Judy Greer. It's fucking great, dude. It's a great movie. Judy Greer's got some sneaky big tits. Her and Arrested Development's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. she she's really good in that movie too. In a very small role. When uh, Jim's like glasses on, hair down, lights off. Wait, hair up, glasses off. Because <laughs> her eyes cross when she takes her right. glasses off. <laughs> She's and then really she gets good. her boobs done and they're like crooked. Her nipples yeah. are crooked. Yeah, she's so funny. She just keeps flashing her tits. <laughs> Take a look at these, Michael. It's the last time you'll ever see them. She's, God, she's the best. Oh. No, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott rules. I, I watched. I went on a part. That's I'm in a I movie gonna, about I gonna, abortion. I was going <laughs> to say, say this to favorite things, abortion. but Parks and Rec. I just started watching Parks and Rec clips. Speaking of Parks and Rec, Mouse Rat has released two singles. I've heard about Oh, it. I haven't heard of them. That's um, great. But Ron Dunn, Eagleton Ron, is the funniest fucking yeah. thing he's with Ron. He's like, he's sitting there talking and it shows his saddled foot. And what is on your foot, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, get this man out of here before I commit an act of physical violence. <laughs> Yeah, it takes a lot for Ron Swanson to um, commit an act of physical violence because he practices the non-aggression principle because he is a libertarian. If you're going to commit violence, you must be threatened. So for him to feel threatened uh, by a sandal. <laughs> just, hilarious. just Ron Dunn's whole existence threatened him. Ron Swanson's Get ready to shift to a totally freaking vegan. What the hell is a totally freaking vegan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was perfect. That might be a show I would want to rewatch again. Yeah. I bought a couple of episodes to watch. I bought the flu episode, which is great. I, because April, that's when Aubrey Plaza I thought was her best. She's 
She man, her throwing really shit in the floor so Anne will have to pick it up. She has that beeper. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> My blankets are on the floor. Is that the one where uh, everybody gets Chris sick? Chris gets sick and he's. Because he's never been sick before. No, he's been sick, but he's just like, he's freaking out about it. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, it's got the pooping. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, completely off the cuff. I'm yeah. sure it was. That and the ad lib that what's his name does. Hey, I, I, I searched your. Oh my uh, God. I searched your symptoms on Google. And it says you got internet connectivity issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the writers were so pissed that he came up with that off yeah. the cuff because it was the best. Yeah. Who, they were all dying. Who said that? Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. <laughs> Oh my god! He shows up. The how, how weird is it? he's he's about to become one of the biggest action stars. I'm so that, happy. And for he him. is. I like it that he is a very unapologetic Christian. That's good for him. Yeah, but he's he does it right in a good fashion. Mm-hmm. You know he's what I'm like saying? Good, like, and he doesn't. He's not a dickhead. Yeah, it's like Tim Tebow. I like Tim Tebow. He's Tim nice. Tebow rules. He's a very nice guy, and he just he doesn't push it on anybody else. Yeah. he just right. wants to be who he is, and people talk shit. I'm like, why? He's not bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Uh, well, the scene, nice I think it was the first season he shows up at Anne's apartment or house naked. That was not planned. Well, so her no, reaction he was supposed is genuine. To, he was supposed to have a fleshy, yes, like, uh, but him completely naked because he, he thought and it would he be just funnier. was completely naked. And then before it cuts, he looks at the camera guy. This is like one of the stories. He looks at the camera guy and goes, should I just really get naked for this? And the camera guy goes, do whatever, man. And he, and he, he pulls him off and he opens the, she opens the door and he's saying, so her face <laughs> is real. And he got, he got in trouble. I was going to say, he could get in like actual real trouble. But yeah. they all right. thought it was real, just real. so funny. Yeah, because you're around people that are fun. Yeah, right. they all get it. But uh, nowadays, uh, I, I laugh so hard though. It's a joke I'd never caught before. When they're trying, when Ron is trying, when uh, Ben is trying to get Ron to fill out a will, that is the funniest thing ever. Because so many reasons. I wrote this when I was eight. He said, <laughs> Whatever man or beast has killed me gets to claim my property. <laughs> <laughs> what are the squigglies for? The man who kills me will know. And then the lawyer's like, what are the squigglies for? And at the end, he walks, he looks back and he says, I knew I was right to be not afraid of you. <laughs> but then the funniest thing is like, they're talking and Ben's like, and Ron says, yes, I am very concerned about that. He's like, is that a joke? Yeah. First one ever. Don't care for it. <laughs> Ben is a good He's such a great character Well him and Ron are It's the ultimate straight man You know But Ben is a straight man Yes And then Ron is The ultimate straight man It's just It's straight man versus straight man Yeah But Adam Scott's so good I love when The accounting company Just wants to hire him so bad And he turns him down Multiple times And they love him They love him (laughs) I've been that In that position before And they're getting ready to cry Like Well I hope we get you next time Yeah I felt like that. There was a company trying to hire me twice, but I, I couldn't. And right. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. But th- they actually have the, the game now. The Cones of Dunshire. Yes, you can buy that. That's awesome. I love <laughs> the funniest. The funniest straight man laugh he ever got out of me is when he's trying to talk to the police chief. And he's like, you know, we've got a, a big favor to ask. What? Like. Calvert size, he's like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> he gets a laugh. And then I, that show makes me feel almost, it, not almost, makes me feel like Andy Griffith does. Like, it's, 
You're I, right. want, I want to live in Pawnee. Yeah. yeah. Because the people are dumb, but they're awesome. <laughs> and, like, and it's quite timeless. Like it, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, you can rewatch it and rewatch it. I would argue. And I know people wouldn't like this, but I think it's better than The Office. But my argument I is... I absolutely think it's better than The Office. The Office was so good up until Michael left, and then it just dro- it dropped the ball really bad. But Parks and Rec, just after season one, mm. it just got better and better and better. It just ended so well. It They you tied cry. all... They tied, well, I mean, there's... It's that so last well season done. of The Office, the last episode you cry, because Michael comes back. He was the character that held it all together. It was perfect. Mm. Well, I, you can refer to it as WB and then WB again with Brandanowitz, without Brandanowitz. You know, that one character. Ugh. No, but he was, he just never found his niche. He's a good actor. He's fine. And but, he did well. But, but it just, I, I he like didn't to start have it. A, yeah. After he didn't have a place. One. Yeah. You know? After season one, I was like, mm. and then they, And the characters, especially like um, April and uh, Tom at first were mean characters. Mm-hmm. They weren't likable at all. And then they shifted that, like, well, we'll make everybody likable, but just in a goofy kind of way, you know. Uh, especially, um, especially poor Jerry. But oh my god, Jerry! Jerry's life was so great. But he's I married mean, to uh, what's her face, Christy Brinkley. And you're like, okay, you won. And they're trying to figure it out. And Ben, it's it's consuming Ben. I don't understand. Yeah, he's like, we don't like, get it. Dude, you just let it go. But then that doctor told you. Apparently, he has a dick that's like. Two feet yeah. long. <laughs> You're like, all right, he won. Yeah. <laughs> what was his real name? Because it wasn't Jerry. Terry. Is it Terry? Yes. <laughs> what a stupid joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. But then he got he went back to be calling Jerry again because I don't know, it was just weird. Well, they kept calling him Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Gary. The the fart attack. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid joke, but it's hilarious. Uh, <sighs> poor Jerry. And then uh I watched uh Mona Lisa Vito and uh, not Mona Lisa Vito. What's her? What's her name? Uh, that's on. Fu- that's fucking uh, Victi Cristina Barcelona. It, no, it's the one. It's uh, the guy. What is the fucking guy that John Ralphio is? John Ralphio. Okay, sister. yeah, Ben. Uh, what's his face? Yeah, Schwartz. and and his sister. Yeah, and then his sister are just Jenny Slate. They're fucking hilarious. Oh, they're the she's best. So the worst. He's person. one of my favorite characters. I love that he's in love with Leslie. Like genuinely. Yes. Oh shit. They and like fake their deaths. Ron, Ron hates him. He just <laughs> just cannot absolutely just despises him with every fire. Well, he's being. a very unlikable character, but like he's just so fun. He the the guy who plays him is so good. He is, and and, and the girl's good too. And then you have Henry Winkler as their dad. <laughs> that's, the fuck, that's a stroke of genius. He's the best. I mean, that show, it took me forever to watch it, but once I sat down and started watching it, it's... Oh, I think Barry season three is coming out in uh, September. Oh, yeah. I love me some Barry. Ooh. Uh, isn't uh, Rick and Morty's coming out pretty soon? I don't know. Probably summer sometime. I just read a headline that uh, Rick and Morty's going to have a lot of sex stuff in it. <laughs> that was the headline. <laughs> They kind of always did. They're going to have a lot of sexual adventures in this season. (laughs) That's that's what half the show was based on. (laughs) You guys want to do favorite things? Sure. Sure.
Who wants it? I'll take it. Okay. Yes. Um, well, the first one was I bought uh, a comic, like a trade paperback comic book, which just takes a bunch of older comics and recycles them and, you know, puts them. It's Superman versus Darkseid. Like, um, the first story was in 1987. Um, that's not the first appearance of Darkseid, but that was the first one in the series. And it's by my favorite artist, John Byrne. John Byrne was... He's fucking amazing. Like, um, the whole thing was great. Like, all the art was great. It was a good storyline and all that stuff. It was just a little thing I found was reading it. Um, I started reading Fire and Blood again. Um, Fire and Blood, is that the story the, of the Targaryen? Yeah, Targaryen uh, family, you know, history. It's so fucking awesome. Like, all the... Like and watching clips about it, like again, one of the favorite. I've mentioned this on the show before. Is the uh, the last Storm King was uh, Argilac the arrogant, and he was mm-hmm. he was going to fight Oris Baratheon, who was like the first King's Hand. He was uh, Aegon the Conqueror's King's Hand, and um, they. I like that they mix brutality with what the hell. <laughs> I wanted to remember the name of this subreddit, so I took a screenshot. <laughs> they, Very inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then they, they, I like the way they mix brutality and with chivalry, like, and also just awesome shit. Like, Argilac had cut down, he's an old man, like, he's probably in his 70s, and he had cut down, like, six or seven men, good knights, and... Oris, then Oris Baratheon is going to challenge him single ca- single combat. And Oris, Com- Oris Baratheon's in his prime, and he's a Baratheon, so you know the motherfucker can fight. You know and they, drink. Well, yeah, they were always <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? They're always been big, powerful guys who can fight. You know, um, and the fight lasts a long time. Like Oris Baratheon is having trouble dispatching him, and he tries to get him to yield a bunch of times, and he will not yield. So finally, he kills him. And he was so moved by uh, by Argilax, you know, his feet of arms and the fact that he just would not go down. And he was a proud man and all that stuff. That he, uh, they had conquered Storm's End and they had his, his daughter, you know, chained up and stuff. He takes the chain off her, puts his cloak over her, and then marries her. And then, and he takes the, the, the coat of arms, like the, and their words, or the, the Duran family, the Durandon family was originally the stag and, you know, ours is the fury, which is the name of, you know, which is what the Baratheon family words are. And he just took those and made them, made them his. So from then on, all the Baratheons were, you know, just took all that stuff from the last group of Storm Kings. And it was, I fucking love that stuff. And they have a bunch of that shit in there. You know, it's just so well written, and um, I can't wait till they touch on this stuff on the in the show and stuff like that. And um, I wonder when that show's coming. I know they're filming it next year, so probably twenty twenty two, mid twenty twenty two. It seems like a winter show, even though they are probably would. I mean, I'm 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 very excited to see it, and um, I don't know. I mean, it. And then let's see what else. Parks and Rec, just watching clips of that, and uh, I started laughing because I, I know that Ron Swanson would be boggled 
by me as a as a person if he was a real because I do a blue collar job that's extremely masculine, but yet I can't drive a nail. I can't do you know I can't do anything a man is supposed to do. You I are a walking I contradiction. I can't work on cars. <laughs> I can't do that stuff. But I do one of the most difficult jobs in the world. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to danger and all that stuff. Um, the danger. I mean, a steel mill is still up there with you know hard jobs to do. So. And that would, I think it would just drive him around the band. He'd just be like, well, can't you fix this yourself? I don't know how. I just think you work in a steel mill. <laughs> like, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I like to garden. He'd be like. <laughs> just, don't you think he'd be okay with the gardening thing? Sure. Yeah. Well, to a certain degree, I think. But um, I don't know. Oh, gardening. That's another thing. I, I got a bee house and I put it up. Um, and bought some bees, and uh, yeah, you can buy bees. I'm just, I mean, did bee you house your bees and a box of bees. <laughs> bought bought some bees, not box. Of okay, bees. so, so you bought bees. the bees. Are they? Do you have them? Yeah. How how did they? They just ship them. Like they they they're in a cocoon. They stay in stasis basically. So what happens if you leave them on your porch too long? <laughs> Shit. Well, they're not. Or they get delayed. They're not. Well, it takes a month for them to be exposed to heat long enough to... What I'm asking is, can okay. a UPS driver be attacked by a box of bees? I'm sure they can. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if they this? ship them at the wrong time. But I, you, you... That'd be fucked, wouldn't it? <laughs> you have to ship honeybees, like, in a different way than you because they're so aggressive. You know? Right. You can ship bumblebees. Bumblebees aren't terribly aggressive. Um, the bees I got are not aggressive at all. They're leafcutter bees. They're tiny little cute bees that are... Like mason bees, they're a single mason bee can pollinate what it takes a hundred honeybees. Hmm. So um, I don't want I don't want honeybees. I mean, they're just too much a hassle. I like honey fine, and to have my own would be great. But I don't have enough uh, land to have it on there because I would I wouldn't want to trouble my neighbors <laughs> like having a bunch of stinging insects that might sting their grandchildren or something like that. So <laughs> I don't think. Well, I mean, it's just. Do you remember? Do you remember getting stung when, as a kid, like stepping all on the time? Honeybee? Yeah, it's, but it's there's weird. not. A, there's it just not doesn't a, happen anymore. Well, because there's not many honeybees because uh. honeybee populations have collapsed. It's so wild. Well, they're not supposed to be here. They don't. They reached a point, and then it was inevitable that their numbers were going to collapse. You know, eventually, a, a, an invasive species reaches a point where they're not going to be successful anymore. And we're, we're in that with honeybees. But things don't have to be bad if they would just, like, bumblebees are awesome. Like, I have a bunch, of, I have so many bumblebees on my property now because I planted things to attract them and all that stuff. And, I, I mean, I was out there watching, there's hundreds of them. And um, then I'm going to put these leaf cutter and mason bees in, you know, natural species that are from here and build my backyard ecology. I'm just going to, at some point, I'm just going to buy like cocoons of these mason bees and just leave them out and just let them hatch and go wherever they want, you know, yeah. um, because it's good for, and they're non-stinging, like they're not aggressive. Yeah. So, um, and they're cute. They're yeah. Cute. Bumblebees, especially are like little chub, chubbos. They're, I like bumblebees. They're not, okay. and they're, I like when they get on a flower that's too heavy for them and the, and the flower bends them over. They're like the, uh, the Volkswagen van of bees. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> like how yeah, Aaron tried to sell that. He's <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, not a lot more this week. Uh, 
work is just it's so hard because it's so hot so it drains me of being able to really do any really have any enthusiasm for much much things all i want to do is sleep because it's just man if it's 90 out it's 130 or 140 in there so it's just the amount of heat you can't even imagine it so that's it wonderful tremendous fantastic you guys you guys took a trip or whatever last weekend some gay place with woods or whatever oh yeah we went camping last weekend it feels like it was so long ago it's been a long fucking week it really has um it rained the whole time yeah. <laughs> and it got really cold yeah, got really yeah cold. i was thinking about that it's really stupid like it was supposed to be 80 and i was like oh it's gonna rain like friday fucking we can handle day, man we can handle that. It's the first it got, day to go swimming, and it was fifty-five degrees. It was yeah, so cold. Really don't. It was not supposed to be that cold. Um, but we still had fun. On Saturday, we went. We drove from. We stayed at Watoga, and we drove to Lewisburg. And that drive is just gorgeous. Yeah. And we stopped by. Um, is it Stoop Mountain? Yeah, I don't know. Stoop. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's a Civil War um, tower. You mm-hmm. can climb up in, and they have all. They have like a little museum there. You can go in and take a look. It was kind of neat. And then. We stopped at Beartown State Park. Didn't sing a single bear. Kept making those jokes, huh? <laughs> Where is this town? Where is these bears? This is a town of bears and none of them are wearing waistcoats. Where are they? I was um, thinking there'd be a fruit stand set up where a yeah. bear would be selling me his wares. Yes. That's what I wanted. But no, it's really cool. Where's the bear? The mayor of Beartown? Right? I think I said that. <laughs> um, it's basically just like platforms that you walk up and down that go in between all these rocks and it was really cool right now i'm picturing a bear in a police uniform that's that's walking (laughs) on his hind legs writing parking tickets i'm imagining the bear in stain bears yes (laughs) it was very cute um but we went to lewisburg and there's a new uh beer garden down there and we got like they do like pretzels and brats and all that fun stuff. It was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. I got me a couple of tall beverages. I did not. She couldn't. Yeah. 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 It was fun. Um, but it was awesome. Uh, Went to it. Found my favorite cheese. Oh yeah. Yep. I have a new favorite cheese. It's called uh, Prima Donna. Yeah, Prima Donna. It's a Parmesan and a Gouda, and they had a baby. <laughs> They had a baby. <laughs> Aaron is doing the hands together thing. <laughs> and it is the, the best cheese. Uh, I could eat it's a good. fucking half a wheel. I'm not a cheese person. Me neither. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I, I like it, person. but I'm not a discerning. Right. Type, you know okay. I mean? Me neither. Right. I'm really, I, but I do like to try different cheeses. I don't know anything about them or anything. Right. But I just know this right here is probably my favorite cheese. It's, it's pretty good. You know what the, I mean, on that, man, you know what the craziest thing I've ever had is there's an Italian cookie made out of cheese. Christ. That is so fucking delicious. What's it called? I feel like... I, I can't remember. My my. Uh, oddly enough, my AA sponsor and my boss at Hooters years ago <laughs> brought a big box of them. And he's just like, you know, this is a cookie made out of cheese. I was like, uh, no thanks. He's like, I, you're going to eat one of them. So I was like, I ate them. And then he had to say, you're gonna be you've shocked. had enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be shocked at what they're called. What? Italian cheese cookies. Yeah. Oh, well. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what he called them, as a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah, now well. I remember it. They use ricotta. A ricotta. A ricotta. A ricotta. I could see it like, it's just, you know, different cultures, it's, it's weird that, you know, they would use cheese for a sweet. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the only thing I can think of. That, besides people putting a slice of cheese on apple Maybe pie. Danish. Which is weird. It is weird. I've never tried it. I would try it. 
Mm. I, yeah, I mean, I would might try. Good. It might be know. good. But I, I don't like apple pie. So. It's like pickles and peanut butter. <laughs> so good. That sounds disgusting. It is delicious. It's so good. Um, it is good. We finished Shit's Creek. Finished Shit's so Creek. Good. Did you cry? Yes. Did it's you so masturbate? Good. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> then there's like a behind the scenes thing on Netflix about it. And I just love when people who write the things are allowed to do the thing mm-hmm. and they end it on their own terms and everyone enjoyed being part of it. Isn't it you know a Netflix what I mean? show? Yes. Well, there well you it go. was originally a Canadian network mm-hmm. and then it got really big on Netflix. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody just loved it. And then we came back and we watched uh, Best in Show this Yeah, week. she watched Best in Show for oh, the first, first time. time you've seen it? Yeah, I'd never Holy seen it. Holy shit. <laughs> so I could do an entire show about Best in Show. <laughs> so good. Uh, Fred Willard, is he steals it. I'm yeah, sorry. He fucking movie. steals it. And you know what? He only filmed that in one day. He was I'm there sure for he one did. day. That's fucking, I mean, he's the best guy in the whole movie. Oh, my God. Because he is so not good at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that... that <laughs> Just, just one day of him like, just... Yeah, you need to think uh, in these competitions, they would, uh, you know, put them in little costumes or something. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a calendar, you know, uh, doing it doggy style. Oh, my God. Trevor Beckworth. so funny. I want to see, like, clips of that guy just losing it, because I don't know how he kept a straight face yeah, the whole time. Uh, but I, I, Fred Willard, that's his... That last third of that movie is his. Uh, well, that. it's like in This Is Spinal Tap, he plays this Air Force guy where they're going to do this show... And he's so condescending, and he's just like, uh, he's like, I don't think those haircuts are up to muster. He's just like, like mine. I'm, I'm getting a little shaggy. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna think I'm part of the band. <laughs> Let's it, get out, get out here and God, get, it, get it over with. That's what he said. It's just so good. Everything that he was in. He's passed away, hasn't he? Yeah, he uh, died. So sad. Murdered um, in his sleep by his wife. No, he wasn't. No, he's just old. Okay. He was. He, he got. He, he got to really, really look in his age. Yeah. Well, and then he he jerked off in a theater. And nobody cared. Yeah, it was like cool. Whatever. Yeah, that's what Fred Whatever, was, good. It's probably hilarious when Fred Willard was yeah, probably. It was probably some of the best improv you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he was interviewed about that by Conan or somebody. They asked him about it. And I don't remember what his really were. Yes, that's funny. they dared on, bring it up on late night television. Well, what are you supposed to jerk off at if not in a porno theater? <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like with Pee Wee Herman that his, that destroyed his career. I mean, it's just dumb. Yeah. He it's came dumb. back though. Pee Wee came back. I'm sure, he did. We started uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah, we did the nineties one. No, yeah. fuck yeah, that was my shit. It's the growing best. up. It's the absolute best. I remember all of these first episodes so vividly. Yeah, it's funny. I don't remember uh, the last seasons at all, but. That, that wasn't good toward the end. And we were Robin and everybody coming in. Right. And I don't remember I don't remember this. But like my mom would record them on VHS and I would just watch them over and over and over again. But I, I remember, because it was on Fox on Saturday mornings, I think. I loved it. There were so many episodes of that show. A lot. I didn't realize so it was so much. It won a lot of Emmys too. It's like a over lot of oh, it's so good. Animation's so different now. Everything's so fast. You got to keep kids' attention. Yeah. But I was like, this is slow and it's it's perfect and wonderful and yeah very i mean of its time i don't I, but i think it holds up but i also hold it very dear so i don't know if it does truly but i love it it holds up i think it does yeah, i've think, watched it recently too and I, love I think they're rebooting it they are with uh <clears throat> i think jj abrams has something to do with it yeah you're right yeah. Oh, jj abrams he's gonna ruin something else hold on there's a couple other big names that have fingers in i'm just head. kidding he I like he did 
he Star Wars was kind of beyond his control, I think. Um, well, I think they probably interfered quite a bit. I'm sure they did. Star Trek, though, the star, two star, star Trek movies he, get, he did were great. They were really good movies. I just saw the first one. With Chris Pine. Yeah, and, and I fun. liked it. It's really good. We never. I was never like big on Star Trek. I'm not either. But it was I, fine. I, I, I mean, well, I like Next Generation. Yeah, the Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, Picard was was a good show. Okay. I never never watched it. You never did. Um, in, okay. in spots, it had its moments where it wasn't so great, you know. But other than that, yeah. Um. Oh, I restarted Red Dead Redemption. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're worse than me with fucking Last of Us with that game. Well, well I haven't played it in a while. And I started watching, there was like a a clip on YouTube, it was showing it like in, like super high resolution. It looked fucking real, like mm-hmm. the landscapes and stuff. And I was like, oh, this made me want to take it back up. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't played it in a while, I was like midway through and I was like, fuck it, I'm starting over. It's Have you thought about playing any of the online stuff? Because apparently there's all interested. kinds of crazy stuff you can do online. I know. I don't like online stuff. I tried, I tried the uh, Grand Theft Auto online. And like I said, you got to play with other people. I'm old. I don't want to yeah. play. Yeah, fuck that. And they've all they all pour money into it, mm-hmm. so they have all these like bazookas and fuck shit. That. And then if you don't put money into it, you get like a pistol, like a nine millimeter. So I kept dying in the, in our first mission. And these kids are cussing me, and right. I can tell they're like twelve year olds. Right. Get the fuck out. Like, so we're old. Yeah, I'm like I'm not, I have no interest in this. Yeah, I don't. I've never liked on like any like ever. It does yeah, not appeal to me. If they could, if they could carve it out to where I would just have like certain interactions with other people, but there is a full story. I mean, it's an online game. You just got to do it in groups. People love Red Dead Online, though. I mean, have you ever? You love that game. Have you ever? Do you watch westerns? Do you ever watch westerns? Yeah. I mean, I was watching. There's clips like they pull from movie. I mean, I'm sure they. It's do. so. Good. I'm sure Doc Holliday's in that movie in that game um, somewhere. No, he'd be. He'd have been dead by that point. Yeah, this yeah was but that like doesn't matter. Weak. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Fuck, there's one. I can't remember the. There's one scene where you're robbing a train, and it's shot for shot of a movie, mm-hmm. and it's uh. perfect. Like it, the train's slowing down, and you can see the guys like hiding behind the trees. And I cannot remember which movie it is. Probably, probably three ten to Yuma. But that game is so detailed. Like I find new things every time <clears throat> I play. Like him reloading his uh, yeah. his six shooter or whatever. It's always- I mean you see you see the bullets coming out of his pocket yeah. dropping into the into the revolver. So I good. mean it is so and it's just little details that you don't normally wouldn't pay attention to, but when somebody points it out, you're like, Holy shit. Well, Even like-, like NPC characters, you'll talk to them and just their facial like the detail to their face. And they're not they're a nothing character. Right. And you're like, God damn. Well, it's like with uh, The Last of Us. The characters have fingerprints. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's that's on that. Yeah, that's getting into a level of insanity. Yeah. I think Neil Druckmann, you know, he, he drives people so hard to make those games. I mean, I wouldn't like working for him. Yeah. But, you know? but I appreciate the detail sure, because that's yeah. where that's to me, that's where it is. Like, yeah, you I can mean, it's put like, together some bullshit game and it could be fine. But like, it's like I some, love Red Dead for that. It's like Fallout. Detail. Fallout. It looks like something out of PS3. I mean, it's just like, yeah. or PS2 even sometimes. It's just like, you guys have millions upon millions of dollars and you can't make them, their faces match when they talk. Yeah. Fuck you. And I don't understand that. That's why I put the game that, down. Yeah. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I, I, because I like The Last of Us and, you know, see what, I haven't ever played Red Dead Redemption, but I know it's awesome. It. So I know. Really Dude, it's awesome. That's why I can't get involved in it. Uh, no, it's it'll so consume good. my life. It's so good. I started, uh, Last week, but I haven't touched it since. But the Miles Morales uh, oh, yeah. Spider Man yeah. game, dude, it's fucking awesome. Oh, sure, like, they they really. I mean, 
it's not, I don't know if they considered it like a full release. I think it was like 40 bucks when it was released. Yeah. But uh, they really, I mean, they did some changes, a little bit of changes to the city. It's in Christmas time, you know, winter it's beautiful. time. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. They I'm, added I'm, more detail, more the music's great the in it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I never beat Spider Man. I love that fucking game. I've still never <laughs> beat the first one. It. It's got an awesome. So uh, good. It's got an awesome. Uh, I don't like him changing it. his face, though. I don't like that. It's weird, right? Yeah, I'm just like, mm. why would little, you do that? I was jarred at first, but it's fine. I don't give a shit. But uh, what else? Um, my appointment went well this week. Saw the baby again oh, in okay, ultrasound. Yeah, okay, so we're just going to talk about it on here. Yeah. You already did. <laughs> I didn't. Really? It was my fault yeah. last week. Is I'm kidding. Everything yeah. looks yeah, good. She, she saw the kid. I didn't go because... It was only like 25 minutes. It really too wasn't that big deal. Too loyal to my job. Too loyal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything looks good. I'm almost 12 weeks along, so I'm almost through the first trimester. I'm starting to feel like myself again. So that's fun. Is there like morning sickness and all that crap? Is that coming to an end? Yes. Thank that's God. That's neat. I haven't like thrown up or anything, but I've been just like really nauseous. You know, like you, you're just like, man, if I would just throw up, I'd probably feel better. All right. It's worst. But it, like if I get hungry, finger. if I get hungry, I get sick. But then if I eat a little too much, I get sick. It's just like the stupid like middle ground. I got to fight constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. I know exactly what that what you mean with that? It's I absolutely do not. <laughs> but if I overeat, I feel like garbage. I overeat as a matter of course. <laughs> um, yeah, everything looks good there. Was, yeah. So we're excited. Um, trying to think if we've done or watched anything else. We didn't, like, it rained, so we didn't get to play disc golf or anything last weekend. And no. we were busy yesterday, but. It rained the entire time. It was just so like when we got there, the rain was holding off, and then it started rain on us as we were trying to set up. Oh, and it was- Aaron was such a peach, you guys. <laughs> so, just so good, you know. Like he just handled it like a champ. Oh. He let the let it just roll off the back, literally and figuratively. You know, he just really. I'm so proud of how well he handled but that that setup. The lady at the uh, at whatever whatever it's called, the little. The campground, the check-in, the, yeah, the check-in lady. Uh, we went, we went back to get uh, like a map or something because we had already set up. And she goes, "Did you beat the rain?" Aaron soaked, and it was hilarious. And I exhale. <laughs> and she goes, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful up there. I'd like to get back. Um, there is an 18 hole course up there, and Pocahontas County is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It felt like Pennsylvania. Like it was it just farming. Kind of is. And, and, then, and we can ride 39 all the way there. Yeah, you can literally just stay on there. And yeah. it was. That's how um, we came back. It was. Gor- Marlinton was so fun. Yeah. It's a cute little town. Cute There's little this place. old IGA. Dude, that it feels, feels like, like it's the 92. 90s. Yeah. It's it fucking It smells great. like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it, it felt like. What would that smell be? You know how, like, like back in, you used to go to these, like, little well, like hole in the wall grocery stores? It smells like sawdust. The Kroger. In Golly or the Save a Lot in Golly is really what it reminded me of. Okay, I remember those. Or even you remember Hams? Yes. Oh man, like it just really—I just wanted to live there. I was yeah, like, we were like, okay, let's. I was so warm. Um, <laughs> we went to this little re- the last night. I just—I was like, let's just go home. I want like one night of not being cold. So that night, instead of cooking, we just went to this little restaurant, and it's like a Greek Italian like place, yeah. and it. 
they were packed. They had a bunch of people it's there. Kind of like a bougie Geno's. Yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. Everybody was super sweet. Yeah, everybody was nice. It's a cute little town. Um, it's tiny, but it's really cute. Yeah, cool little place. Marlington. Yeah. Definitely. If you hop on thirty nine East. Yeah. You'll run right into you'll it. Run it's, into it eventually. It's fucking awesome. Um, I need to go on more driving trips. The it drive from like in a car that'll be the drive from there to Lewisburg was gorgeous. Mm. It was so pretty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a good time. I mean, overall, I think it really wasn't a complete total. No, it wasn't. we just didn't get to cook anything over the fire. We didn't even have a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. God no dang. s'mores. Should have slept in the car. Mm. You can almost fit a. Mattress, you can get a blow up mattress and probably fit in the back of your car. Yeah, you can get one of those so little, <laughs> yeah, you can get one of those little air mattresses that people take, like, um, whatever you call that backpacking, backpacking, and backpacking, and it, it would probably fit in there. And we could just sleep in the car, yeah, that's true. In fact, uh, I spread out and not, I think I could fit lengthwise in that car, probably. But yeah, I hurt my shoulder, uh, yesterday sucked. Um, what happened yesterday? I just I worked. I cut grass and shit from eight o'clock to seven o'clock. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. I was. I could not stand up. Like by the time I was done, I was so worn out. And then I couldn't even sleep more than seven and a half hours. How much time. fucking sleep do you need? Seven and a half is above average. I wanted like tw- ten. Sound sounded good because I felt like I was like I needed more sleep because I was so worn out, you know. I was got Pat Oswalt saying before he him and his wife had gotten pregnant. He uh, he said, "I thought we were going to have a a phantom kid and name it ten hours of sleep at night." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, because I'm I'm just so tired. Everybody's like, "Don't worry, this is just going to continue." <laughs> So. <laughs> Even though Annie was a for an angel when she was, I mean, the whole time she would sleep oh, all the time. <laughs> like, we'll probably have a little soulless ginger. It's a <laughs> yep. nightmare. So it'll be fun. I just hope we don't have a serial killer. That's really my goal yeah. is to not raise a serial killer. That bar is high. So I mean, no head trauma. <laughs> Got to protect it, that. I mean, it, it, you'd stand out more if you did raise a serial killer. To be quite honest, I mean, there's not very many of them. That's true. And we could get a really cool documentary on that. probably. <laughs> That would be like your guys' dream. Like, in modern- we're on those shows we love. <laughs> in modern no, history, I don't want them to kill me. In modern history, to- I'm thinking there's less than 500 serial killers that we've caught. Well, we, that we've caught. they've caught. I'm, I'm sure anything. there's more than that. Well, I mean, there was a like a how there's a certain number of active serial killers that is estimated like going on in the United States, and it's something like like 100. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> of people just driving around. Just, just random killings. Smirking people. I don't understand. God, I'm going to call my daughter. Man. That freaks me out, man. Do not park talk, Predators is do back not on this year. <laughs> oh, okay. And Park Predators. <laughs> park Predators is a, a, a podcast about uh, killings that happens in national and state parks. Jesus Christ. And they're usually very random. No, I don't like right it. up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first two this season, because they do it during the summer naturally, because it's when you're out and you're scared. So <laughs> this season, the first two are like unsolved. Wow. So that's good. Good, good, good. One was near Virginia Tech. 
I can't remember this. I love ones. murder documentaries. Yeah, they're fun. I know you do. Lots of them, lots of fun. There was okay. this like crazy lake in uh, Georgia. They did it on uh, Morbid. And it was like an old town that they basically like flooded and turned into a lake. And they're like, yeah, we, we moved the graves, but they didn't. So like people will just be out on the lake and there's just body parts floating in this fucking lake. It's oh, horrific. No uh, like and an the, arm would pop and the, up. And the fish. The fish will grow fat on human bodies. People claim that they'll, because it's not really meant for swimming, but people still do. And of course, it's like kids will go out and get drunk and act like idiots. Sure. But like people that have almost drowned there claim that they feel like something's pulling them under. It's like a haunted lake and hmm. your girl wants to go see it. <laughs> I, I really wish like I, I can see a ghost. <sighs> this lake just seems them. like a lot I of just, bad ideas. Uh-huh. Just rolled in. It just seemed like a really bad idea. And they're like, fuck it, let's just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Murder documentaries. That's so fun. But I think that's it. I got into a murder doc. It was randomly showed up in my YouTube feed. It's about Chris Watts. Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. It's not a serial killer. No, but he's a family annihilator. Yeah, he's a family annihilator, which is a great name for a metal band. And chicks have boners for him. Oh, he's cute. Ugh. He is cute. When we kill his whole families, <laughs> yeah, we, we killed his it. entire family. We talked about it on here. Yeah. Um, oh, that one who killed his daughter, Colorado. He just randomly showed up, uh, like a Dude. psychological analysis. Of it. it was like four parts on YouTube, forty some minutes a piece. And I just Friday night, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> what would they say? I'm curious. Well, it was uh, it was like a it showed. Uh, body cam footage of when the cops arrived at his house because um, his wife had an appointment or something and this woman was supposed to pick her up. She just got back the night before from a mm-hmm. business trip with the woman who was supposed to pick her up to take her to the appointment or something like that and knocking on the door. Nobody's there. They call the cops and the cop comes in shows the body cam footage and <clears throat> they call Chris Watts, who's her husband, to come and let him in the house and he's, he's instead of saying just kick the door down because that's what I would do if something was wrong at my house and my family was in there. I would say, kick the door down, get in there right now. He says, I'll be there in a minute. I'm 20 minutes away. Wow. So he drives home. And she's goes, pregnant. Goes in through the garage and starts inspecting her car. And just, he does everything wrong. Yeah. He that does. an innocent person would do. Right. And like he's playing on his phone the entire time. So he doesn't make eye contact with the cop. There's like a psychologist who's, voiceover voiceovering everything that's such a fascinating job to me yeah and now i know how to get away with things because i watch this if, <laughs> <laughs> or if something should ever happen that, and i'm accused of something you shut up yeah, yeah. you don't talk no like you'd never don't ever if you can avoid it don't ever talk to police don't at all talk. Don't always ask for a lawyer yeah. don't take a polygraph because i'm gonna fail a polygraph because i get nervous yeah me too shit most people do it's it's a bullshit but it's obvious this guy did it but uh um, oh yeah like they're doing the uh, the interview with him, like the de- lead detective, and he's there's a table. And the door's right here. Let's say the table's right here. Chris Watts is sitting in the chair closest to the door, and the uh, investigator tells him to move over. That that puts you in danger. The only way you can get out of that room is to get through me, the detective. That's a psychological thing that the detective did. And then he asks some questions. If you have long winded rambling answers you're guilty he had extremely long-winded rambling answers i would never do this like a minute 
a minute for each question. Mm. If you're innocent, it's one word answer, one sentence answer. It's over. And, and then he does this thing called the pause technique. It's called in telemarketing. We call it a pregnant pause. I remember them saying that when I worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a pregnant pause. You 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 ask the question, and then he gives you the answer, and then you just continue to stare at him and look him right in the eye. After two seconds, five five seconds probably, he starts answering again. Mm-hmm. You're guilty. Shut up. If if you're trying to get away with something, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Always shut up. Yeah. But another minute answer after he just given a minute answer without the detective saying anything. And and then the detective's next next question is Why should I believe you? At this point he's not charged with anything. Mm-hmm. He should ask for a lawyer. He doesn't. And it just keeps going to where this guy's just like he didn't call the he um he uh the whole thing about not letting them kick the door in automatically yeah, they're, they're like yeah this guy fucking did it yeah but um yeah always shut up whenever uh whenever you're trying to get away with murdering your entire family did they show um the like conference they showed the polygraph the entire polygraph uh-huh. where and went to find this and watch it <sighs> I hate watching that kind of stuff yeah um, I can the little girls killing them just can't. Oh, dude! Five they were so cute. After the poly, after the, the polygraph, I've never seen the children or his wife. They, they didn't. They did not show them on uh, in the videos that I watched. But there's a whole documentary about it now that I'm probably going to watch. It's on Netflix. I haven't watched. There's one on Netflix. There's plenty on YouTube. He's just he loves the fame. So I kind I'm like, quit making documentaries about him. Well, here's the thing. He had a girlfriend, and he prom- he swore he'd never cheated, but he handed his phone over to them so they could. Uh, and once you hand your phone over, they can do whatever they want, right? So he had he, like secret, like some secret folder or something. Yeah, their- he had a girlfriend that he was cheating on his wife with, which he lied about, and the idea was to get rid of his family so you could uh, so he could go be with this new woman, and I'm sure she's. Didn't Not she great about this entire thing now? No, I think she, well, she I might was probably be, horrified. She, I'm, she well, no, didn't. She, I think she knew more. Did, oh, okay. She, um, I think she was googling what uh, Scott Peterson's uh, girlfriend got, like book deals and shit. Oh, oh Jesus! Because she's a fucking moron. She oh, was googling God. like husband leaving wife, like her girlfriend of husband leaving wife, and she was looking up wedding dresses. Like she did everything fucking wrong. He um. After the polygraph, which he failed, um, the very first thing is they establish they ask establishing questions and they ask you to lie on some of them and to tell the truth on some of them so they can see how your uh, body reacts or whatever. Even the polygraphs aren't admissible. Yeah, they can't. It, right. gives, it does give you a reason to charge. All right. But uh, the first thing she told him after she asked the establishing questions is the good the good news is you're a very bad liar. <laughs> Every time you lied, it uh, it shows. So this is going to make it real easy for me. And she's being real nice because at this point, he doesn't think that they know that he did it, but they know. Mm. Yeah. So every time he lied, and then after afterwards, she tells tells him he failed the polygraph test, and he's like, "But I didn't do it. I didn't." Hmm. You know, long rambling answer again. And um, they, he said, the detective comes in with the polygraph lady. Who the the polygraph lady may as well have been a detective, right? Because she was, uh, it was sort of like good cop, bad cop. The 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 male detective comes in, arms folded, the very fatherly look at him. 
Stern. Stern. Yeah, yeah that's the Howard Stern, Robert Dewey. <laughs> Howard K. Stern. <laughs> just staring at him. And she's like, just tell us what happened. Tell us everything, you know, like touching his hand. And then he's like, I want to talk to my dad. Because he never, he never cried about any of it. Hmm. Like, he was giving news interviews. Oh, he was terrible. Oh, my God. He did everything wrong. Oh, my God. Everything about these news interviews, again... I'm sure they had to edit it down, but a one a one minute statement from him. Please bring my children home. All this stupid shit. It's so. Gross. And one of the things, um, whenever they're doing the interview, they bring a picture, and he, one way to tell you're guilty is is how you refer to them. They were my world. Mm-hmm. Um, those oh, kids, shit. not my kids. Those you try kids. to detach yourself. You from detach it. yourself from yeah. it. Yeah, and. Um, he never cried, and then he asked to talk to his dad. They bring his dad in, and they leave. Little does he know they're still filming the entire thing. Of course. I'm like, you guys are so stupid. So he tells his dad that he went downstairs to work out at 4 a.m. She asked him to to wake her up, he says. And when he gets done working out, because this guy apparently was a little bit of a chub tub, and he got hot after he started working out, and that they kept playing to that, too. Mm-hmm. You look great, man. Sure. I mean, we seen we looked through your phone. We saw some of your old pictures. You have really... You really did a glow up. I mean, you're looking great. You must be getting like oh, so a lot of attention from women, and he's just nodding along. But he brings his dad in and tells him after he got done working out, he comes upstairs, and um, one of his daughters is blue. The other one, he he walks in and finds her on top, his wife on top of the other one, smothering her. So so I freaked out, and I did the same thing to her. That's going to be his excuse now. So he claims that she was killing the yeah. kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I do, do that. remember that. I think. Yeah, and he, um, and of course they do. I was like, oh, is that really what happened? Then I was. Then they come in and he tells the detectives that story. And again, the pregnant pause and another long rambling answer. And the male detective says, "I'm not sure. I believe you." Then he switches to another technique where he says, you're a good father. Not all fathers wake up and pack their lunches for their kids. Not all fathers take them to t-ball and and dance class. You're a good man. You're a good father. I need you to tell me the absolute truth about everything. And he still, he, I don't think he still ever has owned up to killing the kids. No, he hasn't. He took them. He, another thing he did, uh, if, if this happened, if you saw your wife smothering them, why didn't you? Call nine one one to try to get them revived, mm-hmm. right? Because whenever my mom found my brother, he he was cold and stiff. The first thing she did was start doing mouth to mouth resuscitation and calling nine one one to get him revived. It didn't work, but that's that's the first thing you would do to get people to know what they're doing. And uh, he never called nine one one. So what he did was he took the. He, it's very cold the way he did it because he put them in oil tanks. Yeah, that's what it was. I was With eight-inch openings. Jesus Christ. So you had this, the kids in two separate tanks so they could not be together and then took the wife off and buried her somewhere completely different. That's very, very cold, very I think psych- a piece of the one girl's scalp was found. Yeah, there was like hair on the opening. Because he shoved her I can't, I can't. I can't do this. I can't watch this. I can't. Another question they asked him, when we, when we find the person that did this, what should we do to them? And he goes, um, uh, I mean, uh, if they're okay, life in prison, I guess. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh, he fucked up. And he says, what if you hurt them? 
then he does like one of those big swallows, and he, he goes, "Is the is the is is the death penalty a thing here?" God, what a fucking idiot! No, you you would want to murder whoever no, killed your whole family. No, you, you, he uh, uh, a um a guilty of uh, uh, an innocent person gives a really draconian response. Yeah, you bring them to me. Yeah. You bring them to me, them, yeah. give me, give me five fucking minutes alone in the room with them, and I'll and they will pay for what they did, even if they're okay. Right, I you, I will beat them to death with my bare hands and keep beating them until they're mincemeat. Right, that is what an innocent person would say. Sure, that's what I would say. That's what it, we would all say. Now, like we'd all, get, we'd all, get, all my friends would gather around him like he's the copy machine in fucking office space and start De Niro stomping. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he's he's like trying to be lenient and not. No, that's not the that's not the uh, type of answer an innocent person gives. I thought it was really cool to to watch like a, a psychologist or what a criminal psychologist really break down uh, the answers to give. Now I think I can get away with murder. Now, and <laughs> and apparently you said that women love him still. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, is there's he, crazy. He people. is. I mean, he's like he's probably a- thirty eight by now. He's got that that. Uh, and that's. What he looks like. He's in prison now. You can um. Man, hear like, there's a family pitch on here. It's just, awful. Yeah. I've still never seen the children of the wife. Well, and she oh, there they really are. Active yeah. Oh, she's on... Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. That's the family. Yeah, she was really active thing. on like social media because she was part of like one of those like pyramid type schemes or whatever. <laughs> of course she is. And uh, she did like marketing. <laughs> you're, you're gonna, and that's going to happen to you. I know eventually. And then thirty one. <laughs> yeah. And then. <laughs> But like when people tell, they're like, we felt like we knew her because she posted so much and she shared their lives and she knew, you know, you see videos of the kids. There's, oh, there's one of the little girl like singing to the dad, and it's horrific to know what he it, did. To to snap, like, how good is that fucking other woman's pussy? Like how he was so. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with her. He's no. a fucking narcissist piece of shit. No, no, no. They did this one. It's there's a show called Red Collar, which I highly recommend. You got to really is it a listen. Podcast? It is, and they're usually about thirty to forty five minutes. You can blow through them. But she, so red collar crimes are basically like white collar is usually like business related, mm-hmm. but it, red collar is when it turns into murder. So for she actually did this case, but she she's like what they don't talk about is the financial side of everything. They were really in debt. Yeah, the, her car was a Lexus. I remember walking in, I was like, this guy's driving a beat-up pickup truck. Well, he looks like he's probably a contractor, like he yeah, builds things. Yeah, he had a good job, but like, they had this persona. They had to have this facade that they were wealthy. Oh. And it was- Keeping up with the Kardashians. Exactly. Like, they had this half a million dollar home, and I mean, they were, I think they had like, over a million dollars in debt. Like, it was out of control. So like, she's like, honestly, you know, when- when you get this backed into a corner, the only way that these people will see a way out is to kill and to start over. Yeah, especially if you're already... This guy's kind of dumb. Well, and he they were getting ready to have another baby. He didn't want that baby. Yeah, so he got charged with that, too. Yes. Um, whatever that's called, uh, unlawful extermination of a pregnancy, mm-hmm. which is kind of a weird thing in a in a uh, blue state. Yeah. Like, uh, I figured they'd be... It was a that, boy. I know. Like, like... It's just sad. Like it's you like, just get divorced. It's like that. That's, like that's he, what the prosecutor said while he's given the final statement because they'd already. Um, I think he did plead guilty. But he would have had to pay child support for all three of those kids. And he's already and fucked. he's already fucked. So like, I don't agree with what he did, obviously. But like, I understand. If you're an idiot. Yeah, he's and, an idiot. Yeah, if you're an idiot, you only see one way out. Exactly. And, yeah, like the prosecutor was like, he literally said, 
Why not just get a divorce? Well, I, I, actually, I actually remember. <laughs> actually remember get a divorce. Yeah, file you bankruptcy. Fucking get a divorce. idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. There's so many cases that could be prevented if they would just get a fucking divorce. Well, but the narcissism aspect of it, too, is it wasn't that woman that he was. He would have left that woman, too. Eventually, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was what that woman represented. All the freedom. All the freedom. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, single yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. the, the no responsibility of the this family. The fact that he was heavy at one point and then got hot. And he's like, and I, you know, I have yep. to be married and all that stuff. You know, everybody has emotions like that. Mm-hmm. And, and because that's why people can understand it. Yeah. But at the same time. You're a fucking lunatic if you're going to go down that oh you, yeah that side of it. I, I mean, mean that's a stand up joke, you know. Like ah, I understand why I did it, you know, stuff like that. But at the same time, it's a joke because the lunacy of the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. Nobody had to die. One of the one of the more cold things that he said was. Uh, he said one of the oil tanks must have been a little bit more empty because it made more noise whenever he dropped one oh of the kids. Christ. In like, what the fuck? Dude? I can't. I, it's so hard for me to listen to, like, the interviews, like, the real ones. There's like I, there's a two-part interview with him from prison. The first part is almost three hours long. Jesus, he's so fucking full of himself. But, like, Lori gets, Vallow, that's another one. I hope he gets fucked up in prison. You should listen to. Yeah, I hope she's, he gets raped to death. I hope and she just got... She just got accused of murdering her children. Is Lori Vallow the the religious one? Yeah, no. I can't wait for like all the details to Lori come out. Lori Vallow. Yeah, she, she was and then the one. Scott Peterson, Lacey was so gorgeous. She was one of the prettiest women. I, mean, I will. Just, I will say. I I think he killed her. I'm not going to pretend yeah. like he didn't. But I don't. I think the detectives. There was um, something weird going on in the house across from them. They never investigated it. There was a lot of like loose ends that I felt like they didn't look into. It's because they were so stuck on Scott. Well, I mean, because he was such a cunt and everybody well, hated him. He so was bad. reacting the wrong way. But right. to play devil's advocate, you can never fully know how you're going to act in a situation. Right. Some people come off like some people laugh at funerals. Like you just people are fucking weird when it comes to emotions. So I don't. Right. Now he was so obviously guilty. I mean, it's almost yeah. hilarious how ridiculous he he thought he Even was me, so I was smart. Like, even me, I was like, "You're a fucking." Why woman. are you giving a two minute answer to yeah, that you're question? Dumb, dude. Like, it's just so. I mean, it was just so easy for them to connect the dots. Like, he he didn't try hard enough. I mean, I'm not. It's terrible to say, but it's true though. Yeah, but the uh, just me watching it, I was like, "What?" Get into um, how long is this answer going to be? Yeah. They had a ticker on the on top. Yeah. Like, oh really? My God. <laughs> he's talking so much. You should listen to psychologists break down nine one one calls. Whew. Cool, buddy. Yeah, it's wild. When people call in and they're claiming one story, but clearly it's not. I would be terrible at it because I just get so empathetic because you hear it. And I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This woman died. It's his wife. Oh, God. But then other people will break it down. They're like, no, no, no. They're doing this, 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 and this. It's clear this isn't the story. And I'm like, whoa, damn. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. Go down that wormhole. I wonder how often people get away with stuff just because they know to shut the fuck up. There's some, I mean... There's some good liars out there. I mean, I'm pretty good, but I'm wondering. But I've got to. I think my psychology is odd because I feel guilty about things I even have. I haven't even done. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, like there was. <laughs> I remember we went to this McDonald's one time, and these kids had kicked this door down in the bathroom, and I got so upset because I felt like it was weird. I, I felt like, well, 
I didn't do, you know, I had to make sure I told, I didn't do that and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I felt guilty for some, yeah, these awful kids and had you done. you seem guilty because you exactly. keep, yeah, no, so, I, I do the same I mean, thing. I, I wasn't even there when it happened. Yeah. You know, like, on me. You got to, I know all of us are like being in the wrong place at the wrong time to be blamed for something, but lawyer up and don't take a fucking polygraph. Yeah. Like they're going to guilt you like, oh, well, you must be guilty. No, bitch. I'm going to have somebody behind me so I don't do something wrong because I'm, I would say I'm sorry when somebody hit me. I'm that person. Yeah. If you're ever so, in a car accident, don't. Exactly. I'm, I'm that person. Yeah. So like you, you just have to cover your own ass because I mean, I'd like to believe that the judicial system's going to have your back, but they don't, they get it wrong. Oh, sure. And cops, like as we've discussed before, cops care about a result. They don't care yep. about justice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Open and shut case, Johnson. That's exactly well, the, on the departed. He's just like, <sighs> are you satisfied with that result? Was justice done? He's like, you know, what result? It had a bow on it. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean the guy fucking did it. You know, it's just fucking, there was uh, a, cops are just. Yeah. There's this case. I can't remember. exactly. It was a, a couple in Australia. It's horrific what they did. But they. um. I can't remember. It was like back in the eighties. I want to think they killed. A, they killed, killed several people. I'm like fascinated by couples like teaming up and Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah. But um, they didn't have any evidence on him. They were they had their suspicions, but they had no physical evidence. It was all circumstantial. And uh, they had been interrogating this guy for hours. And finally, the detective was late. And he's like, "Dude, jokingly." Just tell me where the bodies are. We know you did it. Just tell us where they are. And he fucking admitted. Oh, Jesus Christ. Amazing. <laughs> and that's how they got him. <laughs> I'm wondering if they would have ended up getting him, uh, Chris Watts, if he just shut the fuck up. I don't know. Well, his well, he GPS, did, he, they had all that. He did take them to where he works. <laughs> where he works. And they had the GPS um, locations like on his truck or on his phone or something. I mean, they could put him there. It was very obvious that he did it. The sheets were gone out of the house because he wrapped them up in bed sheets. Yeah, that's really disturbing. It's fucked up. Yeah. And I think he had carpet replaced like the next day. I might be getting cases mixed up, yeah, but no, I think that's the one because I remember. I think I remember that detail. Like, it's I'm like, funny. all right, dude, come on. I knew, like, I saw the beginning of this, and I and I and I steered away from it. I'm like, I, I saw. I heard about the little girls getting killed. So I, was like, I can't watch this. I can't do this. Kid I mean, because I, I remember the day Sandy Hook happened and I was sitting in the basement bawling because of one picture it had some little girl cry and hold on to another little girl's hand as they're being walked out of the school. And I sat there and bawled and bawled and bawled for hours. Like I could not. When little kids get hurt, I just can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. But I think. I don't know. I think it's important to hear about these cases because there's some real crazy motherfuckers out there. And I think it's cool to to learn the psychology behind it. To me, that's fascinating. Well, if that was my job, yeah. I mean, but it, even but people in those jobs, it takes a psychological toll. Oh, yeah. It fucked. takes a real psychological toll. I think it'd be a cool job, but you you would. Be oh, fucked. it would destroy your life. Like, uh, I'm, I'm sure a large percent of them commit suicide. Like, how do I'm you sure separate that from life? It, well, it's like a uh, case in point, even though it's fiction. Um, Ed Norton's character on Red Dragon, Will Graham, who could get into a serial killer's head and knew exactly what they were doing, and it bothered him so bad because he thought he was one of them. You know what I mean? He just was adept at looking at it. And Hannibal Lecter fucked with him about that. You know, he's just like, you know, you're haunted by it because you can imagine what they're thinking. He's like, what's that say about you? You know, and it's just. 
that would get in your head. What does that say about me? You know, yeah. What kind of person am I? Um, other favorite things, uh, disc golf. I played 36 holes yesterday. We went over to Dunbar afterwards to a place called Wine Cellar Park. Played there. I saw two snakes there. Hmm. Nice. A randomly, a baby deer just came running through. Aww. <laughs> it's, like it's like, where's your mom? <laughs> like, you shouldn't be here. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually you don't see a baby deer without the mom because the baby deer will just kind of lay down yeah. while the mom goes out and does whatever it is. Right. Hopefully they didn't get like, hit by a car or something. Nah, I mean, it's way up in the woods, that course. Yeah. Um, we played with an old guy, an old fellow named William, and he tripped and, and fell and did like a... A professional wrestling bump onto the ground. And just lay <laughs> and, uh, we both, all three of us threw into the lake. You got to throw over a, a lake. And I know I could make it, but I grip locked it and went up into a tree and went right down in the middle of the lake. And it stayed on top of the water. And it started floating toward the uh, other side. And it's floated all the way. And so we started throwing stuff behind it to get either to move back and then it got close enough and Jamo stuck a stick in there to try to drag it closer and it tilted it and it went right to the bottom. Oh, and then we waited for it to clear out and Jamo went in after it. <laughs> walked in and got it. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's very Jamo. Yeah. True friend. <laughs> Both of their discs were were gone. They didn't even try to get them but mine. I just got it last week. I wanted that disc back. I was if If he didn't go in and get it I was going to go in and get it. I guess since he's he's the one that hit it with the stick to to try to get it closer. <laughs> That's precious. <laughs> he just decided he was going to go get Jamo. it. Oh, um, I think I was 20 over there. That course is hard. It, even on they put new short baskets in like two weeks ago, and it's still pretty fucking hard. Pretty tough. It's pretty thick in there, too. I saw that they mowed up at Ace, but there was like a bunch of people parked up there or something yeah, for that for the uh, festival. Ma- mountain Music Festival. Um. They need to put tea pads in there. Yeah, yeah it'd be um, awesome if they did. What else did I see? How did the first tournament go? I was the, eight, the last week. Mm-hmm. I know I you was, did well, but I like that didn't do well the second round. Oh. The first round I was three over, which was good. I was like in seventh place, and then the second round, every bad thing that could happen happened, <laughs> and I was eighteen over. How's like? I don't. How's the vibe with like? It's awesome. There, Is like, it? In the in my first round, I did I played with JMO and a couple other people. In the second round, I played with two guys I didn't know. Apparently, with these two round tournaments, some people just come and get the players pack and leave after the first round, especially mm-hmm. if they're not going to win. So there was only three people on each uh, card. I played with two guys I didn't know, and they were very like encouraging. Like, oh, you've only been playing not even three months yet, dude. Like, you're half de- at least you're very good for that long they've been playing for a little over a year and um every bad break i could get there was like this one basket that was right on top of a hill and afterwards there's like a a slope down about what is that 47 degrees and then i i I got got within 15 feet threw up a putt hit the basket and rolled all the way down the hill an eight percent grade yeah (laughs) so i try to throw it back up Hits the basket, rolls all the way back down the hill again. Ugh. Almost to exactly where I was standing. That fucking sucks. Third shot. Throw it up. It's short. It rolls all the way back down the hill. Oh my gosh. Fourth shot. Oh, by then, uh, um, 
by then it's probably the fifth shot because I didn't count my tee shot. I lay it up and it stops beside the basket and I tap it in. So I, I took like a seven on that hole. I mean, if not for, and I still didn't finish last. Right. I think for one of those, uh, the next tournament like that, where they give you the three discs and you got to use them, I want to do. Yeah. I uh, think there's one coming up at Greenbrier State Forest. <sighs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I hate that place. I like the course, but it's I like the course. Tough. And it's beautiful. And plus, when you're playing with, we had like six people yeah, playing with us. That's a lot. And we played those those mystery holes, which when I, that's where I went downhill. Yeah, Fuck really downhill. Um, yeah, when you play with six people, the pace gets too slow, and you kind of lose interest. Yeah. So I like playing either with two or three or four, if possible. But yeah, I, I mean, I had fun last week. I had fun yesterday. Eventually, I'm going to get halfway decent at it. Like, I'm pretty sure one of my drives went like 300 feet yesterday. It's pretty good. Yeah, because at um, Redeemer, it's kind of a lot of them are wide open off the tee. So you're not going to hit a tree within your first five feet. This dude we were playing with, I was on Adam's. Me and Adam played together yesterday, just randomly. And, um, he, there was a, there's a shot that's over top of uh, you're like 40 feet over top of the fairway and then the basket goes to the right and he tries to throw a forehand and it hits a tree seven feet in front of the basket and it and it drops 11 feet in front of the basket it's like it's like fuck dude I barely got to the bottom of the hill because I hit a tree hit some branches it just slapped it down I was like man that fucking sucks yeah. but most of them are pretty pretty wide open off the tee you're not going to hit a tree for 100 or so feet at least which i did plenty <laughs> adam if he would have just because after the my disaster hole i decided to start laying up if it was uh, outside of like 20 feet or whatever he if he's 40 feet he's going to try to make the putt and it would hit a cage and roll back down there <laughs> he always does that yeah he tries to mm, mm, but i get it i get it because he's done it. he can make them he yeah just, no. Yesterday he didn't. Oh, poor Adam. <laughs> it was fun. That's I had awesome. a good time. Uh, I got a t-shirt. And I bought the pole cat. It's an 11-pound putter. It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's thick. It looks like a, it looks like a dinner plate. <laughs> it looks like you're throwing a cinder block. I love it. Did April and Andy eat out of a Frisbee? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I sure did. <laughs> do you have a subreddit of the week? I do. Let's bring it in with... Come on, you piece of shit. No, you know what? Is that what I think it is? You're damn right it is. Fuck yeah. This is the opening to uh, Singles. This song is so good. Yes, it is. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like this one better or uh, all my life. Waiting for somebody. Else. Yeah, they're kind of close. They sound alike, but I love them both. I like the little horn stabs. Yes. Bottle. But I got a dyslexic heart. 
This one's pretty gross, you guys. R slash rate my poo. <laughs> that is a good looking poo. That is. Is he actually shitting? <laughs> Come on, man. God damn. And then people rate it. Hold on, we'll get to the ratings here in a second. Once this extremely weird poo happens. What a long, uninterrupted poo that was. <laughs> uh, somebody posts, I really hope this is fake. This is a real beauty. I bet that felt so good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. oh, twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> Twinning. Magnificent. Did you achieve this masterpiece in one sitting? Certainly did. It's at the office, too. <laughs> do you get extra points if you poop at work? <laughs> I'm sure you do. Oh, somebody also posts, that's an impressive pinch at the end. It is a pretty impressive yeah, it pinch. it looks like a Cuban. <laughs> it does. It looks like, looks like a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. This guy pulled it out of the toilet to measure it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nine Keurigs. <laughs> What is the actual fuck with this? <laughs> wow, just wow! One of the most delicious, one of the most delicious dumpers I've ever seen. My mouth just wants to morph into the toilet that poop was dropped in. Eleven for ten. I'm giving an extra point for the emotional struggle that which this poop prompted. Rate my poo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I thought you said at first? I said I thought you said rape my poo. <laughs> That one would that would have been rough. Yeah, that's out there. Probably there's a couple of these guys that keep that pull them out of the toilet to measure them. Ew, that's a hammer. That one. Yeah. Then there's a lo- <laughs> there's a an log. actual log. <laughs> 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 that's fucking great. Points. Ew. Oh God. You think you're the doctor? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but somebody made a poo hammock. A hey, that's like a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> a pamic. Fucking animals. <laughs> this guy just took a dump bigger than his foot. Good. This guy just reaches in and pulls. Oh, he's got gloves on, at least. Good God. What is, like, should, tilt that over towards me. I want to see that poo. I want to see that that's, poo. That's, what the fuck, dude? I'm worried. What kind of asshole is this guy working like with? An end of a baseball bat. I'm worried about like The big end of a baseball yeah. bat. The business end. The business, <laughs> the business end. end. Like this guy. I don't Ew. know what's going on with him, but uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> just a lot of people posting poos. Let's uh, read one more rating before we're done here. It looks like that guy cummed on his poo. Ew. Oh, I want to see oh, that. God. That guy cummed on his poo. That <laughs> <laughs> looks like the hat from Harry Potter. <laughs> <It did laughs> the sorting like- hat. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, <laughs> go to the doctor. Let's read this one. Here, just for giggles. Uh, Drink some water. <laughs> and it's just people saying, "I bet that feels good." Incredible. What'd you name it? <laughs> Picture some water erotic. But yeah, rate my poo. R slash rate. Look my at this poo. guy. Huh? Little, did he spin around on the toilet? While <laughs> <laughs> like self serve ice cream. <laughs> What the fuck? Does he have a rotating toilet seat? He sits there and he's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. He's got a crank on him. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Poo Round. Thank you. Mary Poo Round. 
right in that area. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a weird one there, it's you guys. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Mm, anybody got anything else? Anything. Should we listen to some of the mouse rat? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Well, of course, there's 5,000 candles in the wind. We know that song. <laughs> this is called The Pit. Yeah. I was in the pit. You were in the I pit. We all were in the pit. <laughs> it's the pit. I was in the pit. You were in the pit. We all fell in the pit. <laughs> I'm remembering the episode now. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't this like the festival? They like they had a big festival and they sang. Yes, I think so. Because people kept falling in the pit because there was no safety. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, warning people people should <laughs> yeah. be walking and falling in the pit. Andy was living in the pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got kicked out of the house. Yeah. I live left. here now. Uh. And then there's another one called Two Birds Holding Hands. Things I really want to do Just fly through the sky Cause it's so awesome and blue So awesome and blue We can fly over the mountains <laughs> I don't know why that's funny We can do whatever we want Chris Pratt can actually sing, but I like the affectation. Yeah, yes. it's, it's great. the fake Eddie Vedder, Scott Stapp thing. Okay, that's fun. That was good. That's neat. Anybody got a song you want to go out on? Yeah. I can see your hankering over there. I always do. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Go buy the shirts, BillFortRadioPodcast.com. Um, if you have any disc golf instruction, um, please help me because I'd like to finish. <laughs> and the top 50% would be fun. It'd be great. Um, if any ladies out there want to suck on my penis... Also, that'd be nice. I warn you before I jizz. Just before, though. <laughs> just, <right> before. <laughs> just directly before. <laughs> oh, take it all! <laughs> <laughs>